Last week, we began by looking at Jesus as he was entering into the region of Jerusalem. And we decided to look at Jesus in his three offices. That is prophet, king, and priest. And we're going to be doing that for, we did it last week and we're going to do it again this week. Last week we learned that Jesus is sovereign, yet a humble prophet. He not only predicts the future, but he fulfills scripture as the Messiah and the Son of God. He cannot just be another prophet, but rather God incarnate who speaks life and peace into the lives of his people. But today we're going to see him as both priest, king, and priest. If you have a Bible, Mark chapter 11, we're just going to look at a few verses in verse 7 to 11. This is what God's word says. And they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut down from the field. And those who went before and those who followed were crying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the king, coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. And he entered Jerusalem. And he went into the temple. And when he looked around at everything, it was already late. So he went out to Bethany with the 12. So today I'd like to outline our passage by looking at Jesus as the more extraordinary king and priest. Verses 7 and 8 set the scene of this majestic king. And it's fascinating how Mark records that they spread leafy branches cut from the field not only that but they they would they took off their cloaks and put it on dusty ground that were in the middle east you wouldn't just do that for a friend or for um, even your boss this is reserved for a king and back to these leafy branches that they would cut from the field and and lay down New Testament N.T. Wright has a very interesting thing um, to note from history. He says that 200 years before this occasion, when Judas Maccabees defeated the Syrian king and he entered Jerusalem to cleanse the temple from idolatry and to rebuild the temple, all the city came to greet him and what did they do they they laid down branches before him and sang the songs of praise well we have a greater a greater king a greater victory that is about to be accomplished notice the people shout hosanna that is god saves blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. 
This, of course, is a quotation from Psalm 118, verses 20 to 25. Jesus comes, yes, humbly upon a colt, and yet at the very same time, he is the king of kings who is to be praised and adored. And we see that the crowd acknowledges the kingship of Jesus as they connect him to the kingdom of David. They think to themselves, finally, a king like David who will lead Israel and the world into justice and peace free from corruption and pride, full of grace and mercy and justice and peace and shalom. Jesus heads to the temple, just like any other king would do. And yet it's this point in the narrative, you would think that the conclusion to the story is Jesus would cleanse the temple, and he will eventually, and establish his kingdom reigning from the temple. But he doesn't do that. In fact, Mark's narrative is absolutely shocking. He puts a halt to this dramatic entry of Jesus coming into Jerusalem. Mark records that Jesus goes into the temple, takes a look around. Oh, it's late. And he leaves Jerusalem and goes to a nearby village, Bethany. What a disappointment. Yet what the crowds couldn't understand, and many of us sometimes don't even understand, is what Jesus was doing in Jerusalem was something far greater than we could ever think. Jesus was coming, yes, as a prophet, yes, as a king, but also as a priest. But this time as a priest, he doesn't come merely to represent God. He comes as God incarnate in flesh. And rather than destroying Israel's enemies, Jesus comes to slay the enemy behind their enemies, Satan himself. Jesus came to surrender himself to the point of death, even death upon a cross. Yes, he would be beaten and he would be crushed by God himself. But he did this as our priest so that he would bear the punishment and chastisement of our sin and the penalty of our sin, becoming sin for us, though sin sinless, he becomes sin for us so that we can inherit his righteousness. You see, Jesus, yes, he's the, the perfect pre, uh, prophet, he speaks truth into our lives. He speaks um, life into our existence. Jesus is the king that supplies strength to our weakness. But Jesus as priest makes us right before a holy and righteous God. You see, Jesus can fulfill all three offices perfectly. Why? Because he is the very son of God. So this week, do not forget that Jesus is qualified as prophet, 
king and priest to minister to your needs, your greatest need. If Jesus can take care of your eternal life, he is sure and sufficient to take care of your daily struggles. Jesus is sufficient for every need of yours. Never, my friends, lose sight of this truth. God bless and have a wonderful week.